Hello, welcome to His Glory. This is Debbie. I hope everyone is having a blessed day today. All right, so today I want to talk about patience and waiting on the Lord. Um, I know this can be such a hard thing to do. Um, I am including myself in this as well. Have you ever just prayed about something and you just feel like you are just waiting and it's just in that waiting that we can become very discouraged and I really feel like the enemy uses this time and to really discourage us and to make us feel like we're not going to have our prayers answered or God is not listening to us. So I really wanted to talk about this because um, the one thing that God has been showing me um, here lately, and it's just been such an amazing revelation is uh, John 11, and it's the death of Lazarus. And I feel like God has been really showing me this for um, just to kind of show me that, you know, in the waiting, um, we don't understand God's way of thinking. We, we, his thinking is so much higher than ours. His understanding is so much um, higher than we can comprehend. I mean, if he um, just, there's just no way that we could ever understand the mind of Christ. It's just no way. I mean, we're just, we're just so small in, in that, in that aspect of understanding that we just, we just get so caught up in our own thoughts and the way that we think things should go. And it's never like that with the Lord because he is, he is so amazing. And, and he knows the end from the beginning and he knows what he has in store for you. And a lot of times it's in a, and most the time, it's not going to be on a timing that we want. And that's the hard part is in the waiting process or, you know, just not hearing from the Lord. And so I have had this happen to me. And um, I, I think this is one of the hardest thing as a Christian to um, just be patient in whatever we're praying for that God is going to answer because why? Because he does hear those that are um, really walking um, with the Lord. We have an intimate relationship with him and we know that he loves us and we know that, you know, God is going to hear our prayer. So we do know that. So um, I think, a lot of times when we have to wait, because it's in that waiting process that we just get so doubtful that, you know, this is taking too long, I really need this answer quick. But the one thing that God has really showed me in this walk is patience. And that is with so many aspects, not only just um, waiting for prayers to be answered, but also just, you know, patience with people, patience with situations. Um, Because, you know, as a human, we really want things to be kind of done quickly. And, um, we just hate waiting. I think that's just our culture. It's just who we are as humans. We just want everything right here, right now. So God has been really placing on my heart this scripture in John 11. Um, and in this scripture, I really found, which is so amazing, is about the timing of the Lord and how he answers things. And it always comes to the fact of God will always get the glory in all of it. So in John 11, I'm going to read this. I think this is so amazing, just how God just um, gives these revelations. Um, And I'm going to start. This is in uh, John 11. It says, now a man named Lazarus was sick. He was from Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister, Martha. This Mary, whose brother Lazarus was now lay sick, was the same one who poured perfume on the Lord and wiped his feet with her hair. So the sisters sent word to Jesus, Lord, the one you love is sick. When he heard this, Jesus said, this sickness will not end in death. No, it is for God's glory so that God's son may be glorified through it. Now, Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that Lazarus was sick, he stayed where he was 
two more days. Now we can see right here that when they said, and he got word that Lazarus was sick, God just, just immediately just stop what he was doing and run and, and answer them. No, what did he do? It says right here where he was two more days. So God Jesus just he stayed right there. He didn't he didn't rush to them immediately. He took his time. He took his time because what he's saying here in this, this sickness will not end in death. No, it is for God's glory so that God's son may be glorified through it. So he took his time. He didn't just run to heal Lazarus. He he took his time. And then he said to his disciples, let us go back to Judea. But Rabbi, they said, a short while ago, the Jews there tried to stone you, and yet you're going back? Jesus answered, Are there not 12 hours of daylight? Anyone who walks in the daytime will not stumble, for they see by this world's light. It is when a person walks at night, they they stumble, for they have no light. After he said this, he went on to tell them, Our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but I am going there to wake him up. His disciples replied, Lord, if he sleeps, he will get better. Jesus had been speaking of his death, but his disciples thought he meant natural sleep. So then he told them plainly, Lazarus is dead. And for your sake, I am glad I was not there so that you may believe, but let us go to him. Then Thomas, also known as Dynamus, said to the rest of his disciples, let us also go that we may die with him. On his arrival, Jesus found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb for four days. Four days. This is amazing. So here we go. I mean, so I just want to get you in in this, that God is just, I mean, he's taking his time. He's getting there. He's not rushing. He knows he's going to answer this. And he knows that God is going to get all the glory. Now, Bethany was less than two miles from Jerusalem, and many Jews had come to Martha and Mary to comfort them in the loss of their brother. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went out to meet him, but Mary stayed at home. Lord, Martha said to Jesus, if you had been here, my brother would have not died. But I know that even now God will give whatever you ask. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Martha answered, I know he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live even though they die. And whosoever lives by believing in me will never die. Do you believe this? Yes, Lord, she replied. I believe that you are the Messiah, the son of God who has come into the world. After she had said this, she went back and called her sister Mary aside. The teacher is here, she said, and is asking for you. When Mary heard this, she got up quickly and went to him. Now, Jesus had not yet entered the village, but was still at the place where Martha had met him. When the Jews who had been with Mary in the house comforting her noticed how quickly she got up and went out, they followed her, supposing she was going to the tomb to mourn there. When Mary reached the place where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet and said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who had come along with her also weeping, he was deeply moved in spirit and troubled. Where have you laid him? He asked. Come and see, Lord, they replied. Jesus wept. Then the Jews said, see how he loved him. But some of them said, could not he who opened the eyes of the blind of the blind man have kept this man from dying? Jesus, once more deeply moved, came into the tomb. It was a cave with a stone laid across the entrance. Take away the stone, he said. 
But Lord, said Martha, the sister of the dead man, by this time there is bad odor, for he had been there for four days. Then Jesus said, Did I not tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? So they took away the stone. Then Jesus looked up and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me. But I said this for the benefit of the people standing here, that they may believe that you sent me. When he had said this, Jesus called in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out, his hands and feet wrapped with strips of linen and cloth around his face. Jesus said to them, take off the the grave clothes and let him go. So Jesus had been showing me this, um, I would say now for a whole week or so. And I just got it in my spirit that, you know, when God... When God does something, it's not always on a timing that we want. Because, I mean, here, Mary and Martha, you know, they knew that if Jesus was there, he would have been healed. But God said everything is for the glory of God. And this was for everyone to see the miracle that he was going to do. And then we're still talking about it today. So when we pray, and what God was really laying on my heart is that when we pray, do we believe that God is going to answer our prayer? Do we have faith? Because it's really about a faith walk. This walk is about faith. Everything that we do is faith-driven. And Jesus, and, and he's not going to answer us immediately. God knows the end from the beginning. He knows your life. If you are speaking with him and you have an intimate relationship with God, he knows everything about you. He knows what you're going through. And it's going to get, he's going to get the glory out of whatever that is, because it's going to build your faith. It's going to build your stronger relationship with him. You just have to give it time. And I just love this. I just feel like, you know, we can't always know how God is going to answer. We have our own human thoughts and our own perceptions of how God is going to answer a certain situation. And a lot of times it's about how what we want and what we think. And we have to get out of that mindset because God's ways are higher. His understanding is higher. We just have to submit to him, believe that he's going to answer it and say, God, your will be done. Your glory, you will get all the glory. And just trust that he's going to answer. And I just thought that was such an amazing thing. And I found this, which I think is really cool, because it says, waiting on the Lord is the sum of depending on God and subjecting our will to his terms and timing. Waiting always includes time and patience. James 1 and 4 says, let steadfastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. This steadfastness is waiting because in the waiting, it's going to build your patience. And that's what it requires to walk this walk with God. We have to have patience, not only in just situations and people and everything. We can't just expect things just to happen immediately. And a lot of times there's a purpose and a reason why he can't answer that or move that in, in that situation. And the one thing for me, and this is something that I've struggled with um, a lot is, you know, I will pray about something or ask God and I'm not getting maybe I'm, I'm feeling like I'm getting the answer that I seek and I'll move on that and thinking, okay, this is what God, I feel God really wants me to do. And it may not turn out exactly like I anticipated it. And as, as a matter of fact, a lot of times I'll think, wow, I really just made the bad a decision. And these types of things have had, um, been a lot in my life to where I've come to a place um, here recently where I'm like, God, it just puzzles me sometimes that I will move on something that I think I'm getting the, the answer I need, but then it will backfire on me or not turn out exactly like I thought. And I just don't want doubt or any kind of, you know, doubt to creep in or make me lose faith 
can you help me with this? And I had, um, I was watching something one day and it was, it was what they said and, and, and they were speaking about something and they said, you know, there's someone who needs to hear that, you know, always when God answers prayers or when God, you feel like the things that he says is not you, um, really, getting the full effect of what he's trying to tell you, but you feel like every decision you make is the wrong decision. But I want to tell you that it is the right decision. You just can't see what God sees and you can't understand what God is trying to do in your life. But your decisions that you make are the right decisions. They are, even if it doesn't turn out the way that you think it is. If you're asking God for his counsel, it's going to be the right decision. And even if it wasn't in our mind, God always says that he will turn something bad to something good, because if you're truly seeking his counsel, he's going to shine light on your path. And it just really humbled me because it's like, well, what if it is all meant to happen the way it's happening? Because if I consulting him and asking for his answers, and I make that answer on my best judgment of what I think God is really truly telling me to do. And then I'm disappointed, or I'm disappointed that how it turned out, maybe those were the effects that needed to happen to help me in my future. You just don't know. And it's just subjecting and truly trusting the Lord, no matter what it is, no matter what decisions, no matter what prayers that you're, you're asking or in the waiting, trust the Lord, have faith. This is what God is wanting his children to do now more than ever is to trust him, have faith in this walk, and truly believe that God is hearing you. Because this is a faith journey. But in the waiting, we're going to get patience. So I hope this helps someone. I don't know. Um, you know, a lot of times when God places something on my heart, there is someone who's struggling in this. And I hope that this will bless you, encourage you, stand strong, have faith, trust in the Lord. He hears you. He loves you. He is shining a light on your path. Just include him in everything. No matter what, how big, how small, no matter what it is, include him in every decision and trust that those decisions are you're going to answer in the best way possible and that God is working everything out for your good. I hope you're blessed today. I will be back soon. God bless. Take care.